Okay, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. On this episode, we have special guests Alan Vukodrat and Nico Grandov. Uh, Alan was the coach of the North American U14 football team in the Memorial of Vukovar Defenders Tournament. Uh, the tournament aims to provide a platform for young Croatian footballers in the diaspora to showcase their talents while also honoring the memory of those who sacrificed their lives in the war. Uh, our other guest, Nico, is one of the players who participated in the tournament, and we're going to hear from him in a little bit about his firsthand experience. Uh, but now we're going to hear from Alan about coaching the team and the goal of the tournament. Alan, thanks for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you, Stanko, for having me uh, on your podcast. And again, uh, it was like a great experience for, for myself and uh, for my uh, colleague, Herwe, that also was like the, the coach uh, and like involved in this, like the process from, from day one. Also, I would like to, to mention we had like a, a couple more like a coaches that they didn't have like opportunity to, to go this time with us, but I'm expecting them like a next year. Uh, the feedback that I got from, from, the, from the players and the parents was like an amazing a learning experience for them. Because it's uh, the, they came from the different uh, environment to to Croatia again, it's a completely different environment. And uh, for some of them, there was like a, the first time that they're visiting Croatia. But in, in general, like uh, I didn't get like a one negative comment. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like an incredible experience. I mean, really for for everyone involved. And uh, you know, I want to find out a little bit more about that. But before we go there, you know, I want to ask a little about you. You know, can you talk a little about, you know, where you're from and your background a little bit? Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, born and raised in, uh, in Bielovar. It's like a the small city, like in Croatia, not far away from, like, from, uh, from Zagreb, capital city. And uh, I'm going to say now, like uh, the last 20 years, I'm in, in Toronto. I had a chance to, uh, to coach Toronto, Croatia, like at the, I'm going to say like at the biggest club outside of Croatia for two years. And uh, I stayed in football, like I, I played uh, back home, nothing like, uh, you know, like a top, like a, let's say like a third division maximum, but I'm going to, I'm going to do one of those guys that you're going to say like, I, uh, like I, had, I should have like a great career, but I had like a lots of injuries, but uh, I'm going to skip that part. Basically, I like, uh, love, love the game, uh, started to, 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 uh, to coaching, educating myself to, to help like uh, the, the young generations. Well, I just mentioned that I spent like a seven years wearing like a, the the football club Barcelona shirt. Uh, was like a assistant technical director in uh, FC Barcelona Academy here in Toronto, and also like a, the coach for U12, U14. And uh, after uh, COVID, uh, that uh, that program was like a closed, and uh, I was just looking like a, for another things. And uh, last year. We had like a, the first uh, finance camp in North America it was like in Toronto and after that in Cleveland. I met with a few people from Hyannis and basically they asked me like, would you like to, to help us to, uh, you know, like a, to, to bring this like on the higher level to, to make like a selection and bring those boys like a, together to, to Vukovar like in, in, in April and we did like a, this was like a, the first year that I was involved with my colleagues in in, in this process, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, next year it's gonna be better. Uh, we're gonna uh, idea is basically to spread more words uh, to uh, Croatian families in Canada and in North America. Again, it's a it's a huge uh, Croatian diaspora, 
and uh, I'm hoping, uh, you know, like in, in the future, uh, more people is going to be aware of what we are doing. And, uh, you know, maybe one day we're going to have uh, our Christian Pulisic that is going to play for uh, for Croatia. Right? Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, he's an incredible player. It's, I mean, he's playing for the U.S., of course, but it would be awesome if, you know, he played for Croatia. Um, or maybe if we had like a, this program like a, 10 years ago, maybe he play for creation but unfortunately uh, but again what's happened happened like i'm just looking forward with my colleagues and uh i'm uh, i'm not hoping like i'm sure sooner or later we, we're going to have someone because uh it's a, so much potential we just need basically uh you know get those kids uh, expose them to 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 high ns and then uh i'm pretty sure they're going to be in good hands i'm sure yeah definitely i, I want to point out real quick um, you know, you said you moved from Bielovar to Toronto. That's a that's a big difference. You know, how how are you liking Toronto? Well, uh, you know, after twenty years, is I'm okay now. <laughs> uh, like the first couple of years were, were like a, very challenging. Uh, first of all, like uh, the weather. Then, of course, like we cannot ignore that. You know, like uh, you don't have like a friends. Uh, you need to start like a you know like a new life language as well. Was like so many like uh, you know the challenges, but uh, you know if you look positive, uh, you you gonna adapt. This is like uh, the one I'm gonna say of like our like a uh, human characteristics that we, we can adapt. Like uh, you mentioned that you you are born and raised in LA, now you are like in Zagreb. Like um, you know how that works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely difficult moving to you know from one country to another, uh, for sure. Um, you know, I, I was sort of getting back to the tournament and everything. How many different Teams was there only one team in North America? How did the tournament work? I guess how, how many different teams were there throughout the whole tournament? Yeah, basically, uh, they uh, they invited like the uh, diaspora team like from North America, U.S. and Canada together, and I think that this is like a, the right way. Also, we had like a, for the first time like a, the the boys from Australia as a team, right and uh, we had, of course, like other kids from, from Germany, uh, Swiss, Sweden, um, but they haven't been like a, uh, before as well. Like there, this is was this was like a nineteen uh, tournament. Uh, next year they have like a, the huge uh, plans for for twentieth, and uh, maybe we're gonna have like a more teams. But basically this year yeah, I was like the four uh, diaspora teams plus uh, all like uh, the first division like uh, uh, Croatian clubs like uh, they sent uh, on like a U fourteen teams. Plus Vukovar and uh, Cibalia, which is like a total of uh, 16 teams divided into like uh, the four groups. We are like in the group with uh, uh, the club, uh, like Arieka, Shibenik and, and Varazin, like uh, all these uh, teams that are playing like the first Croatian division. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty big tournament then. And and so how long did that um, take? How many, was that like a week that everyone was in? Uh, Basically, it was like on from April 14 to 16. Uh, I wish that we had like a more more time between or like a before to have some, you know, like a maybe friendlies. After the tournament, we went to Osijek and we played like a, the one friendly game against like a, a kids from a Nogometni Club Osijek. Also like a great experience. But, uh, you know, when you're bringing someone from far, uh, I would like, you know, like a, to expose those kids like a, in a, like a, to, to more like other clubs and like a, the people over there and maybe to, to, to play like a five, six games, you know. But this is the plan for, for the next year. Just, you know, when we are going there, that we're going to stay maybe like a 10 days together instead of, you know, like a three, four days. 
Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned that some of the players, you know, it was their first time in Croatia. What was that like for you to see, you know, this the diaspora come back and experience Croatia for the first time? Yeah. Oh, it was like, uh, you know, uh, you have the kids that, you know, basically uh, they don't train together, they don't play together. And then like after a couple of, couple of hours, you, you see them, you know, like they're hugging each other, they're, they're talking, uh, they're smiling, you know, joking, of course, they're kids. Uh, for me, it was like, a, the, again, I learned a lot, uh, you know, in just like a couple of days about the boys. Uh, I'm going to say one thing. Uh, I always ask like uh, the people in hotel, did anyone complain about our, uh, you know, like uh, the, the boys, but uh, behavior was like at uh, the top uh, on and off the field. Like uh, I'm going to give, I'm going to give credit to the, to the parents for that. Again, uh, all experience was like uh, uh, great. Like I said, uh, not even one like a negative comment, like a, on or off the field. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. And so so that's all from all over the U.S. and all over Canada together in one team. You know, they're just meeting for the first time, you know, right as they're, as they're going to play in the tournament. Um, I mean, that's awesome to bring, you know, the diaspora together like that. And then, of course, to bring them to Croatia. And part of the tournament as well was, you know, being in Bukovar and, you know, remembering the veterans and everything that happened in Vukovar during the war. Um, did you guys do any sort of, you know, like field trips or walking around the city to to see some of the landmarks and everything? Yeah, like the, the, the first day was like an idea to uh, to see more because like the was like the, the, the short trip and uh, that like the first day we spent time like to, to go to, uh, to Ochara, spent some time there and uh, just the boys that they, they can, uh, you know, like uh, they can hear like uh, the, some like uh, facts. And uh, all, after that, we went to the Vodotoran. It was like a, a great experience for the boys. And of course, they had like a lots of questions. It's a good thing uh, at Ochara, we had like uh, the presentation in English that they, they can understand. Uh, mm. Also, we had like uh, the, some parents that, you know, like uh, uh, they're like a first time in Croatia after maybe like uh, 30 years. And uh, was like a, a good that we had like a there like a, a very good service. Uh, thank you to, uh, to people there and uh, yeah like a, the some boys they had like a, even like a couple days later like a, some questions you know like a, what's happened you know why we are here. Uh, I think again it, it's a good like a, the, the learning uh, learning experience for for them as well. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely you know, a good experience. I think everyone should, you know, learn the history and, and see, you know, what happened. I've been to Bukovar, I think, twice now. And and yeah, it's really, I mean, I, I feel like it's important, you know, to go and, and learn about what happened and, you know, to, to keep that and, and remember, you know, so, you know, something like that can never happen again. Um, so that's definitely awesome that you guys were able to do that with the team. Um, I, I want to ask, is, is there any difference in sort of style of play? between, you know, sort of the North American team and then, you know, the, the Croatian mm -hmm. team? You know, I, I, just before, uh, I just want to mention something. Uh, we had like a, those like a day comes like a, the last summer, but what we did after that, basically, we we started like a preparing like a selection. Like a, we knew already like a, the some boys, uh, we got some informations about like a, the, the a, another boys and like a, uh, we brought them in, in January in, uh, in Hamilton where we did like another selection it was like a pool of like 30 players that we selected and we brought them there. And basically from that selection, uh, plus like a couple of boys that didn't have like a chance to come, 
we did uh, the final selection of 20 players. Uh, 14 was like from Canada and uh, six from US. Mm -hmm. A style of play, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna, you know, like I, it's not like a, the big difference between like a, the boys, you know, like a 13, 14 years. Some of them they are playing like in MLS clubs. Uh, some of them they are playing like in, uh, you know, let's say like at the top years, like in Canada. Uh, maybe like a, the, you know, like a, the physical component was like a, uh, because we brought like a five boys that are born like a 2010 this tournament mostly was like a, a focus on boys like a 2009 but again uh, idea was just to prepare them maybe for, for next year that they uh, you know they are not uh, surprised that they have you know like already experience from the last year and uh, i'm expecting from those boys one of them is, is nico grando to be our uh, leaders ne next year because uh, they saw today i mean uh, this time like uh, the older boys how they, you know, like uh, basically uh, stepping up on the field, uh, you know, like uh, supporting the younger boys. And that, that was idea, like uh, to uh, expose them to, to, to this kind of environment. And next year, like I said, I'm expecting again uh, from Nico and the rest of the boys that they had like a chance to be uh, there this year, to be those like leaders and, uh, you know, like uh, help those younger guys. Because idea is also to next year, to bring like a, if we have like a, the, those boys that they deserve to go with us like a, to bring like a, a few younger boys as well sorry for the interruption but this episode is sponsored by me and the book i wrote all things croatia from los angeles to the homeland i talk about growing up in the croatian diaspora and ultimately moving to croatia to further connect with my roots it's available on amazon as an ebook if you want to check it out now back to the episode mm -hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned Nico. We're gonna he's gonna speak in a second here um, about his experience and everything. And I just want to thank you, Alan, for taking the time to come on, you know, the podcast here. And I want to ask just, you know, sort of last question: how how can people get involved, you know, and help out both, you know, kids who you know say they're they're listening, or you know, kids who are playing football who are in the diaspora who didn't hear about this program before, and like you said, for the next year, you know, you guys are trying to expand and make that bigger. Um, where do they go? Is there a, a website or someone they can reach out to to see, you know, about sort of trying out or, you know, being participating in some way? Yeah, the social media is doing like a, the, the great job. I, I need to say like a thank you to you as well, because uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure like a lot of people is going to see like a, this like a podcast. And a, we have, a, you know, like a, some like a, the flyers that they went out uh, basically with my uh, email. Uh, the people down there, like uh, they're reaching out, like uh, through those, like uh, the social medias, uh, also like uh, through the parents, because uh, the parents, you know, like uh, they had like a positive experience and uh, they're spreading the words. I just want to mention, you know, like uh, we know how is like in North America, it's pay to play system. Uh, my idea from day one uh, was like uh, when we started like uh, the process to, to uh, selecting the, the kids, uh, I said everything needs to be free. Because we, we wanna we wanna see we wanna put like uh, the boys first like uh, not money uh, lots of parents uh, called me and said like hey how much we need to pay for those trainings in, in Hamilton how much we need to pay for the uh, uniforms track suits backpacks uh, transportation during the tournament I said like uh, uh, we're gonna find the people you know that uh, they they recognize this project like and we had like a couple of sponsors that they help us my idea is to uh, to have like a, the, the the same concept like a uh, next year like a uh, just you know, like have a focus on the boys, those ones that they deserve to to uh, to be seen and uh, exposed. 
and uh, continue with that. Yeah. Well, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it can definitely be expensive, you know, those types of tournaments and things. So that's awesome that you guys were able to, you know, provide that with sponsors so that, you know, kids of all, all, um, you know, different backgrounds and, you know, everyone who's deserves to play is able to to play in the tournament. Exactly. Yeah, yeah well, that's really awesome. Uh, Alan, I think it's really great what you guys are doing. I got, I almost got goosebumps when you said um, you're talking about, you know, Pulisic and saying we could get the next one the next Pulisic, and even when you said 10 years ago, if this program was around, maybe he would be playing for Croatia. So that's awesome to think about how, you know, the diaspora can become get more connected to their Croatian roots through this. I mean, you, uh, you know, uh, you know, Rakitic, uh, you know, uh, Šimunic, uh, like the, the Kovac brothers, uh, Klasnic, Petric, like uh, so many, like uh, we have like a uh, players that they, uh, you know, play for Croatia. But they, they came from, uh, you know, like Australia, uh, Germany, Swiss, like, uh, uh, and now I, I was like uh, thinking why we don't have someone like uh, from, from North America, because I'm here like the uh, last 20 years. Thanks to uh, Barcelona, uh, I, I travel around like uh, Canada, I went to US as well, and uh, I saw so much potential, you know, like, uh, I was thinking, okay, like if we put that like uh, together, it's impossible that, you know, like uh, sooner or later, and uh, that, that's my goal, basically. And then the people that, you know, uh, the old coaches that are volunteers here, uh, this is our goal, basically. The one day that we can say, you know, here we go, we have like a maybe Nico, uh, it's, it's going to be that one, or uh, another kid from uh, from Canada or US that it, it's going to, you know, like uh, participate in the youth uh, selections or even better to represent Canada, I, uh, Croatia on the Euro or World Cup, right? Yeah, oh, that would be incredible. I'm getting goosebumps now. Yeah, that's that's awesome, Alan. I really, I'm, you know, I'm really on board with what you guys are doing. I think that's great. Uh, we're going to go to Nico now to hear about his experience. But Alan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Stanko. I hope you'll stay in touch. All right. Well, now I'm here with Nico. Uh, Nico, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, too. Um, you know, really awesome having you on. I want to ask about your experience in the tournament, but, you know, first, if you don't mind, can you just tell us about a little bit about yourself and about your background? My name is Nico Grandoff. Of course, I'm a 2010. I play for New York Red Bulls and I went to this tournament in Vukovar. Uh-huh. And how was it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was really fun. What What was the process like? So there was a selection um, process for you to qualify for the team? So I, I went to a camping in Toronto, Canada, and basically they picked the kids for two as a two as a nine age group, and we, and then we all fly to Vukovar. We had like one training, and then we had a couple games there, three mm -hmm. games and a friendly. Okay, so you only had one training. Um, <laughs> so you met all these other teammates for the first time, or did you know anyone? No, I met them in Canada. Oh, okay, okay. And then flew how long after to Vukovar? A uh, couple weeks. Okay. And was that your first time in Croatia? No, I go there often. Oh, uh, really? Was it your first time in Vukovar? Yeah. What was it like there? Aside from, you know, tournament and playing, did you get to walk around the city a little bit? And Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. It's it's not like where I'm from inside that. It's like... It's it's different, like in that part of Croatia. Yeah, yeah, Slavonia, I guess, is the region there. So your your family is from Zadar. Then you have family yeah. there still. You go in the summers, and you see yeah. relatives there. 
Yeah. And so how long have you been playing soccer? Your whole life? You've always been a soccer fan? Well, I started playing, like, soccer, like, on a team when I was six, but I always played soccer, like, for fun before that. Mm -hmm. And now is it something that you're... I mean, how did you find out about the program? Did did your mom or your dad tell you about the program? Were you excited at first? Did you not really, you were excited? Yeah, so my parents basically found it off of Instagram, off of their page, and then we decided just to go to the camp to see what it's about. And then we thought it was good, so we just went to Vukovar with them. That's awesome. Would you recommend the experience for other, other Croatian diaspora like yourself? Yeah, of course. Of course, it was very fun. Oh, that's awesome. I, I have just a couple uh, quick questions for you. Uh, the first one being, you know, is there a difference in play? Because you were playing, you know, of course, the Croatian teams uh, from over there. And, you know, you're from, you know, on the North American team. Was there sort of a difference in style, difference in play? Well, I would say in America, it's a lot more, more about physicality. And but and they're also like better at the fundamentals there, um, technically and like they're also like better at shooting and stuff like that. Like maybe Americans are like better at like dribbling, but they're like very good at the simple things, which we're not as good as I hear. Mm -hmm. As a how were the results of the the games that you guys played? So the first game we lost to Shibanik, which was a must win. We should have won that game, but then we had an offside goal. And the second game we lost 2-0 to Rijeka. And the last game was a 1-0 loss to Varajdin, who won the tournament. And we had a we had a friendly against Ostik 2010 and we tied them 1-1. Oh wow, okay. Wow, so 1-0 to Varajdin, who ended up winning. Yeah. That's a good result then, yeah. So they must have been a strong team. Um, yeah. Were you able to talk to the, the opposing players at all? Did, was there any sort of meeting with them or anything outside of the tournament or no? Well, we had a hotel that was organized for us and it was all the other diaspora teams. So we got to hang out with them a bit. Like oh, in that's the awesome. Mm -hmm. So you met some new people from, from the other, where were the other diaspora teams from? Germany? Well, it, I think it was Germany, Sweden um switzerland and austria and then australia was okay there. that's cool is it cool to to meet with other people and you know hear yeah. have different experiences and you know they're yeah. from different parts of the world that's awesome mm -hmm. well nico you know i didn't want this to go on too long so i just want to thank you for for taking the time to come here on the podcast and you know share your experience you know that's a really awesome i wish well first of all i wish that i was good at soccer and then second of all i wish that i would have <laughs> been able to do this program you know when I was your age you know that would have been so cool for me to meet other you know Croatian diaspora around the world and Croatians you know in Croatia uh, to be able to go and do that I think that's an awesome thing that you were able to take part in uh last question before we go not soccer related what's your favorite food to eat when you're in Croatia Chivapi. Chivapi, of course <laughs> mine too I think well Nico thank you so much for taking the time to, to tell us a little about the tournament Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.